2: Time now for Ken and Curtis with Ken Laird and Chris Curtis on WEEI.
3: Good morning, Boston. Good morning, New England. My man, Chris Curtis is here. Two weeks in a row for him. Good job, Chris. Thanks. Appreciate it. I got to say... This page six detailed report of the Robert Kraft surprise wedding last night featuring Tom Brady in attendance is shattering all your narratives that Tommy hates Kraft. Uh, The biggest story here in Good Morning Ken, uh, twofold.
1: One, do you know who Tom's plus one was? Uh, He came by himself, according to this. According to Greg Hill and the Instagram, one Bruce Beal, you know who Bruce Beal is? He is the man in charge of the Dolphins while Steven Ross is suspended. Wait a minute, he came with them, or they were sort of seen together? According to Greg, they were there together. So, all the outrage from Patriots fans about the tampering with the Dolphins, Robert Kraft has Brady and Beal together with Goodell in attendance,
3: and Bill Belichick wasn't even there. But that would be his plus one? That's weird. So, like, he wasn't invited, but Brady said, I'm going to bring Beal with me. He got to New York... Tom Brady tagged Beal in the Instagram post of him going to the wedding
1: with Robert Kraft. So maybe they flew up together
3: from Florida, Florida Pals. Okay,
1: they went together to this wedding where you said the Patriots and all their fans should despise Tom Brady. They were celebrating the nuptials of Robert Kraft together in good company. It's unbelievable that Bill Belichick wasn't there, Gerard Mayo, Matthew Slater, Devin McCourty, David Andrews are all there. Brady, Kraft are there. That is a
3: chasm. Holy Well, we don't cow. know the Belichick wasn't yes, there, Yes, we, we do. Did it say distinctly he was not there? It listed everybody that was in attendance. Well, this is a report of people they saw there. I don't think it was the entire roster. You're right. I mean, he it probably so, wasn't. Okay, so we're going to do the whole show and say we don't know? Is that the way you want to do the radio show? Oh, I'm just saying I, I want to be authentic about it. I mean, Okay, he
1: wasn't there. Somebody it does, can prove does, me it wrong. doesn't
3: appear to be there. But isn't it a bigger story that Brady
1: is there? Oh, of course. Well, that's a big story. But the bigger story is that the head coach of the Patriots, whose owner has openly questioned him multiple times this season, is hobnobbing with Brady and the guy who tampered with him at his wedding, and Bill Belichick isn't
3: there. That is shocking. All right, so some of the details of this. Now, uh, congratulations to Mr. Kraft, 81 years young, and Mr., uh, um... Craft marrying Dr. Dana Bl- Bloomberg or Blumberg. I'm not trying to pronounce it. Totally name. irrelevant. Well, these are details that people are just waking up. They want to know what happened. The only thing people care about is who was there and who wasn't. Can I frame the story? No, it's. I'm to- telling you who was there. I got to get to it. Okay. Surprise! New York City Friday night wedding per page six in New York. 81 year old billionaire and the 47 year old doctor invited guests to a kickoff and a touchdown party at the Hall de Lumiere in Lower Manhattan. Told them to dress festively but did not disclose they'd be tying the knot. Sources say the couple showed a moving 10-minute video before they were introduced to the crowd of about 250 as husband and wife by the voice of NFL commentator Al Michaels. As I list these names, you tell me whether you're surprised or not that they were there. Al Michaels. Uh, No, not surprised. By the way, Al Michaels carrying the water for the
1: 31 other owners in the Thursday night game, taking a direct shot at Dan Snyder, imploring
3: him to sell the team. Carry on. Kraft told the crowd they hatched plans for the lavish wedding celebration mere weeks ago after they went backstage at the Sir Elton John Farewell Yellow Book Road Tour stop at Gillette. And a source told us Elton John, the Rocketman singer, said he loved Bloomberg's engagement ring and said, when are you getting married? And when he, he said, when you get married, I want to play as a gift. So Elton John played the wedding on one of his available off nights. Tiny Dancer. He did Tiny Dancer. He did Circle of Life, Philadelphia Freedom, Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me, Can You Feel the Love Tonight, and a duet with Ed Sheeran. Of Candle in the Wind. Are you surprised Ed Sheeran made it? Uh, isn't Ed Sheeran
1: like being sued by people because he stole their music? Really? Yeah, I think there's some, I don't know. I'll have to ask Greg. He knows all about Ed Sheeran.
3: Also, Meek Mill performed. Surprised Meek Mill was there. Uh, I am shocked that Greg wasn't there. Ty Law, <laughs> we had two guests of
1: the show are in attendance. Yes. Ty Law and Devin oh, man,
3: Tuesday with Ty is going to be fantastic. Oh, it should just God. be all details of who was at this event and what happened. And I have to say, it's a really cool
1: thing. My One of my best friends in the world, Carl, got married. He said it was an engagement party, and
3: it was at his actual wedding, and it's a cool thing, very intimate. I think it's a fun idea. Also, DJ Grandmaster Flash was there for the entire event which turned into a big dance party, a seven-tiered wedding cake. But here are the Patriots guests, uh, former Patriots, of course, including Tom Brady, who was there by himself, well, at least without his wife, Giselle. You say he was there with uh, the Miami. I don't say that. His Instagram says that. Okay. What does the Instagram say? It says, I'm I'm arriving with or? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he was hanging out with John Bon Jovi inside the venue, according to Page Six. Surprised at that. I, I'm sorry, T- Nick, Nick. TB12 and John Bon Jovi hanging out throughout the Oh, night. yeah. I mean, those guys are just working men. Uh, former patrons that were there include Andre Tippett, who you partied with with Dino once. I did. Holy
1: cow. The, uh, what was it called? The barbecue place down there. Something Bob's. <laughs> what a weird night that was. I was the most pie-eyed among Steve Lyons and John Dennis.
3: Drew Bledsoe, Vince Wilfork, Richard Seymour, uh, Randy Moss. Brady and Bledsoe were reportedly hobnobbing as well. Uh, Jonathan Kraft, of course, was there. And uh, I don't know, assuming Dan was there, and a lot of the old Kraft uh, contingents. Do you think Drew Bledsoe sits down, starts eating, and Tom just kicks him out and replaces him? <laughs> Good one. Kenny Chesney was there. Two commissioners, Roger Goodell and Adam Silver, were both there, as, as well as a whole host of people. So, quite the event. But um, it just, Brady's presence there, I think it is something. It is amazing. It's not just – so the biggest story
1: overall is that Greg wasn't there. We can agree on that. Sure. The the second biggest story is that Bill wasn't there Mm -hmm. because you can say – my first instinct was, well, they have a game Sunday, whatever. But his starting center, his starting safety, his defensive coordinator in part were all in attendance. So they were there. That is a decision made by Bill that I'm not going to join David Andrews (laughs) and Devin McCourty and Matthew Slater – At the event.
3: And then Tom Brady... But but yet he obviously knew about it to give
1: permission for these guys to go on Friday Right, it's not as though
3: he was like, oh, it looks like a fun
1: night they had. I'm sure there was a plane that they all used, all that stuff. But it, to me, Brady being there with Bruce Beal, who was the guy who was the mastermind of the Dolphins' attempt to tamper with the Patriots and get Brady to Miami, to have him run their organization and compete against the Patriots twice a year, they're there together at this event, and Bill Belichick is not. And Beal is, he's suspended currently? He's I don't like know. like persona non grata. No, I, Stephen Ross is suspended. I don't know what happened to Beal. Beal is the person in waiting. He's basically the Jonathan Kraft of the Dolphins.
3: Okay. Well, anyway, quite an affair. And last week we talked about kind of tongue-in-cheek, Brady coming back here, crawling back to Kraft uh, with his life in... You know, a disarray, but whatever. He's reached a fork in the road. He's reached a crossroads. I like to look like that in a, in, with my life in disarray. <laughs> Holy cow. What a suit. But do you, does it change the way you think? Because you've always said secretly Brady blames Kraft for this and the way it yes, broke Yes, and up. I believe that that was evident when you
1: had the Kraft wanted. So in every game, Brady goes on the field, walks around, and there was this scheduled meeting where Robert was going to meet Tom at the 50-yard line at Gillette Stadium when the Patriots played the Bucks in October of last season, and that didn't happen. It was that awkward Drew Brees, Kraft, Brady thing in the bowels of Gillette Stadium with the NBC crew. But whatever's happened, and Brady was not at a birthday party for Kraft. I think his 80th birthday party recently, and that was a story. So... It appeared that, according to Wickersham, who added a epilogue or another chapter to his book, It's Better to Be Feared, talked about how Brady and Bill have sort of become divorced parents who have put their issues aside for the betterment of the kids, like they're just moving forward, not mm. rehashing, whereas Kraft and Tom had had issues. But according to this, maybe, you know, Tom's like, you know, hey, I,
3: I'm back. I have no idea. But if Brady knew it was a wedding, he probably wouldn't have come. The last place you want to be if you're going through a divorce is a wedding. He probably, I, no, he probably hates Kraft now. He thought it was a party. Now he's now no, he's in the area. It is amazing to me that you have Goodell and
1: Kraft who have just levied this massive penalty against the Dolphins, and you have Tom and
3: Beale together at this thing. It is wild to me. While we put it all aside, Bill is getting ready for Cleveland. This game means something to him because he is tying George Hallis with a win tomorrow. You don't know if Bill was invited that's the point. If
1: he wasn't invited, holy cow, what a slight. And if he was invited and didn't elect to go,
3: either way, it looks bad. You're, you're uh, reading a text, seventy-one texter, who said you don't know if Bill is invited or not. Right. Yeah. I mean...
1: That's the story here. That is the number one story. When I saw this, congratulations, Robert Kraft. Awesome week. Donating $50 million to the best hospital in the world. Great job all around. But the fact that you have Brady there showing a, you know a uh, a detente in the argument there, and you have no Bill Belichick with the rest of his staff and players
3: in attendance. But he gave permission to the staff and players. He gave Who permission. owns the team? Yeah, but he Bill's getting ready for a game. You don't think he has control over their whereabouts on a Friday before a road trip? He would have had to have given Andrews permission to go.
1: Well, it's not like they were going to it's meet later. Mills' wedding. They were going to the owner of the Patriots' wedding.
3: Well, I know, but I, but I, so it's not like Bill is like anti the wedding or like putting up a protest. He's just He just personally was not seen there.
1: So you think that if on Friday Bill Belichick called David Andrews and Gerard Mayo and said, you're not going, and they told Kraft that Kraft would be totally cool with that? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> he doesn't get
3: involved in football matters. He's
1: been involved twice
3: this year alone. That well, is something alright seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Do you think it's something that Brady was there or that Bill wasn't there at the Kraft surprise wedding in New York last night? And
1: uh, do you feel like an idiot for all the anger you levied at Brady over the Dolphins thing considering that he and his buddy that were in charge of the whole operation were at the owner of the Patriots wedding in good standing? But
3: that was tampering. You agree it was tampering. Okay, That's not the question I asked. Well, it was just, you know, it's it's a low move. I mean, Brady was clearly checked out his last year here, and that but, proves it. So the guy that owns the franchise doesn't care, and the NFL commissioner who was there doesn't care, I but think you he, care. I think he cares, but he's he's looking past it. You, he's got his faults. Brady's got his faults. He's looking past it. <laughs> and maybe, by the way, trying to get him back here for next year, as we discussed last week, that might not be a bad idea. Although, as we sit here today, we've got Zappy and Mac, two quarterbacks that can win. And maybe Bill's not interested. That's the biggest sign here. Bill well, I, doesn't care about Brady. He's got everything rolling for him now. He's got a zappy Mac double quarterback system he can win with either. He's a win away from 500. He's, he's a win away from tying Hallis. And they're ahead of last year, Curtis. They win tomorrow. They are ahead of the game from last year. And everything is just fine. He's got everything going for him. You're right.
1: It's all rolling.
3: Well, don't laugh about that. It, it, I he's am He's got laughing Duggar about playing it. well. He's got his... Draft picks this year playing well. Cole Strange is mauling people. Stevenson's got big holes to run through. He's got oh. Jude on with his marquee free agent signing showing up in a big way. Life is not so bad for Bill Belichick's pats right now. It's not, but the
1: evidence would speak to the contrary. That is a glaring omission last night in New York for that
3: event. Okay, let's go to Paulie in the truck. He wants to weigh in right away. Why wasn't Bill at the wedding, Paulie?
4: It just simply puts him at a competitive disadvantage at his age down in New York. It was in Boston. I'm sure he would have been there. But, you know, he's got a flight out this morning uh, to Cleveland. Yeah, i got go to go to CSA. He's probably still going over game plans. He's probably still doing things. He's busy. It, no. He had out of the central location. I'm sure other owners were there. But his, i get got a bombshell of a plan for him. Wait, wait, wait Paul, Paul do you
1: know that like when you're those people going to New York is like you or I driving to Boston? Like it's twenty five minutes on a PJ. They hop in an Uber. No,
4: no, no. Sorry, Carlos. I can't agree with you. You got to go in. You'll go get to the plane. And you got uh, You know, you I'll literally get dropped back. off it's at the door of the of plane. At <laughs> <The plane, laughs> yeah, his age, it takes too much out. Of this a big game. It's a top <laughs> So then, team why, why is his staff tomorrow. there? You gotta be ready. You why, gotta be ready. Why and, is this his staff is gonna be there? Our battle,
1: Paulie. You gotta be there. I know you keep saying what? that. Why was his staff there? Why was his defensive coordinator there?
4: It was. Well, we get because they're not as old. Okay, somebody's got to represent. Was You're there? out of line with it. No, but listen, I got a bombshell for your plan. I got I got Zappy Fever in terms of making him the long-term uh, backup. And this is what I would do. I would I would continue to develop him by playing him until the until Mac's uh, ankle is c- completely healed. I'd use that as an excuse. Then I would bring Mac in and I would run into the offense to make him look as good as possible to get his stock to rise as high as I can. Then I would trade him, Mac Jones. But the most draft capital I could get, and I told Tommy, let's go. It's time to come home. We're going to sign you for a three- to five-year contract, three years guaranteed, to last two of the last two-of-the-team option. For how okay. much money? For, for, for elite money? Once they sign up on – huh? For big well, money? Well, yeah, they'll work it out. But that's <laughs> what they should do. I'm, are you interested in winning the next three to five years? Oh, I, I are said right? last are you week. Interested um, in maybe, maybe winning. Um, that's the move. That's what they should do. I'm playing chess here. Unlike most callers, you know that's why that's a good plan, Paulie. I like it. You have an idea. You're an idea guy. I love it, Paulie.
3: Uh, I'll see you, brothers. All right. See you later. Enjoy your Saturday. You don't have to check your bag when you hop on a PJ. You just sort of arrive. Okay. So six one seven texter. If Bill knew it was a wedding, he would have gone. It was a party. Bill was not going to go for a party. Maybe he didn't know it was as Kraft kept it a secret that it was the wedding. Good point. Great point. Yep. Not a big deal. Okay. All right, more to come on this. 617 779 7937. Brady the, had a new low this week. You got to admit this. I we're have not, the audio for you. We're not talking we come back. about Brady right now. This is the biggest story in the country. This... We can keep talking about it, but Brady is part of the discussion here, and Brady had a new low this week, which but, we have to discuss. Right. We'll get to the guy. Ken Laird wants to come back and replace Mac Jones coming up next. Yes, I'm, I'm not saying that. Can you just take it can you can you admit that he had his worst audio moment in some time and that's saying something i i don't pay attention to it but i'm sure it'll be bad big football day
2: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis on WEEI.
3: it is. The big uh, performance last night at the Robert Kraft surprise wedding in New York City featuring Tom Brady in attendance and several members of the Patriots past and present, but not Bill Belichick. And did you see this? Uh, TMZ has the best man. Dorito Dink, which I thought was an interesting (laughs) touch. So there last night were Tom Brady. Ty Law. Ty Tuesday is going to be epic this week. Uh. And Tomasi was there, which is a slight <laughs> <the> Bill. <laughs> Troy Brown, David Andrews, Matthew Slater, Gerard Mayo, Drew Bledsoe, Vince Wilfork, Devin McCourty, Richard Seymour, Ro- uh, Randy Moss among the attendees. Roger Goodell as well. And uh, Adam Silver. So a couple of commissioners there. Certainly a star-studded event. Br- By the way, Brady's Instagram, I looked on this. He just ats Bruce Beal sm- 17 hours ago. Very small letters. That's not indicating he went. Does does Greg have reporting on that beyond just the Instagram post? Uh, He says Bruce Beal was his plus one Curtis exclamation point. We don't know what that means, though. He could just he could just be reading his Instagram and say, you know, he just added him. But they're, they're obviously buddies. It's there's something there. I'm not saying that.
1: Okay, Ken's new status for idea for radio is pump the brakes. Let's wait for any and all information. No, let's to come just be in.
3: fake. That's the Chris Curtis. Method. I'm not let's fake.
1: Just... I'm telling you exactly what I feel. I feel that this is a major, major story. We don't get to know how these guys really feel about each other. We saw how Bill felt about Tom when his spouse was on Instagram after the Saints defeat, when the Bucks advanced to the NFC title game, saying it was the defense, not the offense. You fight. You get little insights into how people really feel when they, by and large, don't disclose their true feelings publicly. So you have to see how they act versus what they say. And the fact that that many people within the organization, both present and past, were at that event, including Tom, and you have Bill Belichick, who is by far and away the most important
3: employee Robert Kraft has anywhere, is not in attendance, is a big deal. By the way, Bruce Beal with Boston Roots uh, going way back. Yeah. Uh, he's a New York real estate guy now and the Dolphins vice chairman and partner. And I guess he's he's the in-waiting guy for Ross if he sells Correct. the team or gives up the team. Right.
1: He's been – his kid's name is Brady. Like, he's been a diehard Patriots
3: fan who joined the Dolphins organization and now is their second in charge. His father, Bruce Beal Sr., uh, his legacy goes back to, according to this story, 1878. His mother was an investment advisor in Boston for the uh, junior. He went to prep school at Concord Academy, uh, went to Harvard, Got a Bachelor's of Arts degree there and uh, played football there, etc. So I, I let,
1: let me phrase it this way. If Steven Ross were at the <clears throat> wedding, that would be a big story,
3: right? Um, I don't know. You know, you get into these circles, it's just everybody in the NFL. It, there's so many people here, it's hard to read too much into any one person. But I guess anything Dolphins and Brady connected, and now in this case, Goodell and Dolphins odors connected it's right. it's it, I don't know what to make of it I, well, you know? and, or what let's say Rex Ryan was there and Bill wasn't isn't mm-hmm. that kind of an interesting twist now Texter asked were Bill's kids there they were not there either as far as we know right so the Belichick the coaching staff other than Mayo did not go but it's interesting that Mayo was allowed to go and they chose not to right <laughs> and then they're flying out today early to Cleveland I mean,
1: it's, it. I, whatever the reason, you know, maybe Bill wasn't feeling well. Who the hell knows? There, there could be an obvious excuse, but it's a jarring juxtaposition when you see who's there and who isn't.
3: Okay, so cut to the chase. What does this say to you the whole night? Uh, Brady's a Dolphin? Nope. It says to me that, first of all, the
1: animus directed at Brady over the Dolphin situation was misguided because the owner of the team clearly doesn't care. Secondly, I would say that the Brady-organization relationship is not dead. I had thought that that may have been really over. And so the fact that, that Tom's there. So the door is open. I mean, if you want to say that Bill had an excuse, totally get it. He has a game Sunday. Nobody has a better excuse than
3: Tom, given what's going on in his life right now, to avoid it. And yeah, he's there. That's all the more reason to be there. And they play the Steelers tomorrow, so or Sunday. So that is a gimme of all gimmies well, yeah, but I'm saying he's got that, a bye week. But I'm talking about if, if it were to come out
1: that Tom was invited and didn't attend, it's not like even Brady haters would say that's weak. You know, he has a lot. He has an. He easy has a lot excuse. going on.
3: And a, again, it was a surprise wedding, right? So
1: it, it was just a party. So the fact that Tom was there and Bill wasn't, those three guys can will always be the biggest people that we discuss at any time. They are part of the greatest run of success of any team in any city at any time.
3: <laughs> I love the text line today three three seven. Was Courtney there? Was, she was. Was Trump there? It's just a series of questions of who was there. That's I mean it's it's crazy that the New York Post is the only
1: story who I mean only outfit that has this. TMZ has nothing on yeah. their website. Absolutely nothing. Was Ivanka there? Uh, Ivanka. Oh, I thought, I was the, I thought the,
3: which one died? Not Ivana. Ivana passed away.
1: You uh, know, uh, Ivanka. I think take a
3: bigger fish to fry. Oh my right God! Now. What if Brady gets hooked back up with her somehow again in the soul of this?
1: Whole desk? I, 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 mm-hmm. I would stay. By the way, just a, a, a quick aside with the, um, you know, the, the situation that we discussed this week. Mego wrote a great column. Yes, on uh, Kanye. <laughs> on, and, on my list. of later. Well, just to, I was thinking <laughs> of this yesterday. So, Jalen's agent is an outspoken anti-Semite saying some of the most vile things you could say about anybody. And he doesn't get asked a single question by the people that cover the team. Tom Brady had a hat in his locker, and he was, like, put at a stake. It's unbelievable how we treat NBA players with kid gloves in this market. Like, the people that cover the Celtics are a PR wing of the
3: team. They're an appendage of Wick. Well, this whole wedding thing maybe nothing. The people that were there or that weren't there, but what was something? Nick was this audio from Brady this week, a new audio low for Tom Brady. Here's now this is all in regards to the question about roughing the passer, and uh, he did get fined, which was bizarre too. I didn't even see the kick there. I got to defend Brady on that as I always do. Did you see uh, anything uh, warranting a eleven thousand dollar fine on that play? Uh I, I really thought he should have been kicked out of the league. Okay, well here's Brady talking about the whole state of affairs in the NFL.
4: I think there's there's tough rules, there's tough calls, it's tough enforcing it, it's tough for the players, tough for everyone. You know, I think the games changed a lot. I alluded to that earlier, you know, in the year. It's there's a lot of things that I see that are probably pretty challenging to officiate. They're probably challenging to play defense with. Um so, um I don't I don't have all the answers to all those, you know. I don't think the referees are robots. I don't think they're trying to get it wrong. I don't think they're always going to get it right. You know, I feel bad for a guy when they get called something that probably shouldn't be that way, and sometimes you just got to shake it off, you know. I've lost Super Bowls because I thought they missed a call, you know. So, I don't know. You go, all right, well, you're going to get some, you're going to not get some. And you hope they don't come up, but they come up. It's, it's sports. It's So the fact that everyone wants to talk about it like it's something new, it always, it's always been like that.
3: I've lost Super Bowls due to officiating. What Super Bowl, pray tell, did you lose due to officiating? You are the, reaching, the, the, man. not Holy reaching cow. at all. I mean, that is unbelievable. That should have been uh, discussed far and wide across the country this week. What is he talking about? I have no what idea. What a whiner. Unbelievable. lost
4: Super Bowls because I thought they
1: missed a call. You thought he was whining there? He was when being you say magnanimous. You've, you've
3: he... lost Super Bowls because of officiating.
1: I don't know. I, I, okay, you suck, Tom. <laughs> well, it's just, I mean, you just like slip that in there like it's nothing. No, he was saying that he's been on the other side of bad calls. He understands they're human, that, you know, it, it's not fair. He said at some point that he misses throws, refs miss calls. I, I don't know. I mean, if anything, Tom recently was on the Manning cast, I think it was last year, and he was waxing poetic about how when defenders get penalized, for hitting a defenseless receiver, that the penalty should not be thrown because that's the fault of the quarterback for not throwing the receiver open for putting the receiver in harm's way. I feel like, I mean, I was thinking, as you're asking that, the only thing I can think of is was there like a... uh, The Eagles Super Bowl
3: when they changed the catch call in the middle of the game. Oh, that's true.
1: Yep, that was a bad, bad ref game. Um, The first Giants Super Bowl, maybe a holding on the offensive line when uh, Eli had all that time when uh, Tyree got the catch. I don't
3: know. Or maybe the safety to start that game. I mean, the only thing. That was the second one. Oh, yeah. Second Uh, second game.
1: But, yeah. I mean, who the hell knows?
3: I mean, I. I, (laughs) It's just. It's just funny how he always. He does spin things in there to, like, try to prop his legacy up even further, which he doesn't need to do. Got it? I don't think that that
1: was the intention of that comment. He already has seven. I, I, one thing I will say that Bill and Tom share very similar uh, traits with—they are awful losers. Most like the greatest of the greats, Kobe. By the way, uh, highly recommend Redeem Team. I've gotten, I've stopped and started like seven times, but um, Kobe Bryant <laughs> must be good. Um, well, I've got a—it's not my choice that I stop watching. Um, but Kobe Bryant is spectacular. Uh, they have old footage of him talking about the, and you actually learn to like Shostakovsky, uh, but a little bit. But um, those guys hate. There's not. They are awful losers. They they never say it's on me. That you know they believe that they will win every game that they play. Mm-hmm. And I think Tom is, is 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 like that as well.
3: Well, it's all part of an interesting year for Brady. And you know the fact that he's there last night may mean nothing. Maybe he's just uh, going to every singles event he could possibly can these days to get out of the house. He's got a newfound freedom. Giselle would have never let him go in the past. I don't know.
1: Yeah, there could be a million reasons why. I I have obviously I have no idea, but the image of seeing that picture this morning and seeing I was seeing at first I said, oh, well the Patriots aren't there; they have a game Sunday, and then you see players, and I said, oh, maybe it's just the players, and then you see a coach, and it is a uh, incredibly interesting.
3: I look forward to asking Bill about it Monday. You know, why didn't you go? Okay, here comes some texts on where Brady was jobbed in the Super Bowl or the Patriots. Where did they lose a Super Bowl due to the officials? So we've got now the Eli Tyree helmet catch is being the most common oh, discussed point. Oh, that, that Eli sh- was down? That he was in the grasp. I mean, yeah. come on. He was not in the grasp. <laughs> he was turned around and kept on his but come on. That was a great play by Eli. Maybe the only in his career. Well, I mean, the throw to Manningham was a far better throw than the
1: one to Tyree. But yeah, uh, mm-hmm. listen. I, I don't think the Patriots won either of those games. I, I I think though Randy Moss was interfered with on that final DP by Brady, but uh, to, the, the, right at the end of the game in Super Bowl forty two. But mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have to live with it.
3: Okay, live with it. Six one seven 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 nine. If it were Aaron Rodgers,
1: he'd only be able to say I miss calls in us Super Bowl because he's been to one.
3: <laughs> in the meantime, back here to this weekend now. Swing game. Patriots-Browns, pair of two and three teams. Doesn't seem like a lot, but this is the time last year Bill got on a roll. No, this is the time last year they lost in overtime,
1: so this would be the step ahead of last year. They went to two and four. Okay, even better. So they were playing the Cowboys. Great game by Mac. I think it was Bourne, who had a huge uh, touchdown catch, like an 80-yard bomb in that game. This is a game where a lot of people are saying not on the line, not that big of a deal, you know, just survive with Zappi or Mac. This is a huge game because... As you alluded to in the opening segment, if they get to 3 and 3, they're a game ahead of last year's pace with their third string quarterback entering a really, really soft patch or continuing a soft patch of their schedule.
3: With Mac coming back.
1: Because you're going to have an extra day to get Mac back for Monday night against Justin Fields, the Wiggy Bowl, Monday Night Football, the 24th of October. Mm hmm. And then you're over 500 entering November, which is an awesome place
3: to be. And the Patriots don't have a lot of locks these days. I mean, it's hard to call any game a lock, even the Jets. But the Bears game, doesn't it appear like a lock? Oh, the McCaskey family that owns the <laughs> Bears, talk
1: about a dumpster fire. So I'm not going to get into the cap, nothing to do with the cap. But the cash spending, the Bears on their roster have spent $130 million. That is the lowest by over $50 million in the NFL. It is... I have – it's a city like Chicago that is obsessed with the Bears. I mean, the mm-hmm. Bears are ahead of everything by a wide margin there. Every other team has another competing team in an opposite league in that city, except for the Bulls. But you have – the Bears are by
3: far and away the biggest team in that town.
0: The well, Bears. The yeah, Bears.
1: And it
3: is embarrassing. So you're playing embarrassing franchises in a row here. Browns yep. – no, you're underdogs to the Browns, so that's embarrassing on you, I guess. But, Correct. you know, Browns, Bears, Jets – if you don't take advantage of this, and you know they they should have had a win in Green Bay, that even stings even more. That's on Bill, right? That one hurts. Yeah, I mean, I mean you are at we the fifty go... freaking yard line at overtime. The game is there to you're be won. You are at the, the forty five on second down, <laughs> right? right. Uh, yeah, that was that. And Aguilar and Aguilar blew the Baltimore game. If you want to look at that, well, Mac did as well. I mean, he, th- he had a bad pick in the end zone, but he redeemed himself and they're driving for the win. And Aguilar gets stripped. And has subsequently be been benched. In, 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 I, I, but, somehow, but, I
1: think if Brady threw that backbreaking pick at the five yard line, down five in the uh, in the end zone, you would probably not say that it's on Algalor. But either but, way,
3: but they should be three and two. One, one way or another, they should or could be three and two. Wider's lament. Either way, you win this weekend. You're back to three and three. They are not bad. They are a decent team. Well, here's what really the reality is, which is what I found interesting when Greg asked
1: Bill on the Greg Hill Show about Tom's comments about seeing a lot of bad football. It appeared that Bill, maybe we can play this next, but Bill kind of took offense to it, which I don't know why, or it's hard to understand, but what what Brady said was true, and it's really helping the Patriots, because at the beginning of the year, they lose to the Dolphins in an ugly game, and you're like, oh my God, they are so far away, and then you start watching the other 31 teams. The NFL is very top heavy right now with two or three teams that are really good, mm-hmm. and the AFC is not nearly as good as we thought. No, you have the Raiders. So we all the Raiders and Broncos are really and the Chargers. Their Chargers coach may be the worst coach <laughs> in the NFL. <laughs> they are winning in spite of him. Yeah, you say that the Patriots should be three and two. Mm-hmm. The Browns should be three and two. They should have capitalized on that idiotic, idiotic call. Are the Browns Saturday.
3: good? Like, do you, are the Browns a team? They lost to uh, the Falcons. They lost to the Jets. They lose to the Jets. The Browns I mean two of their losses are horrible. Yeah. Falcons and Jets, I think. Yeah, the Jets blew the, the Browns the blew a fourteen point lead in the last minute and twenty seconds. All right, so they stink. I mean, really, you have no excuse. You should I mean, they have Chubb, but they have Chubb and they have but they're also banged up on and defense,
1: up. no clowney and the cornerback is out. Is that uh, point spread not moved because of that? It's still it's, two and a half. Is it is it a bad sign for Mac that the point spreads haven't really been that impacted by his availability?
3: Like Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's reality though. Bill's offense is such a run based offense. It doesn't really matter who's in there, Mac or Zappy, if they play Even well Hoyer enough. Even looked decent. Yeah, I mean, really, I, I it, maybe this is what Bill wanted. He doesn't want to pay quarterbacks, so he's there. You go. He's not airing it out. He's going to just build it the way he wants it. That's why he couldn't go to Brady to Kraft's uh, wedding last night. He's busy installing the offense. Yep. Him, him and Patricia were at the uh, Old Country Buffet. He's looking at George Hallis T uh, T formation offensive plays from the 1940s, <laughs> finding a way to run. Stevenson tomorrow. I have a
1: hard time envisioning Belichick going to Cleveland and losing, given how things ended there. You know, certain games just mean more for certain people. Bill's mm-hmm. a great coach. I think the Patriots win. I said yesterday, Folk field goal at the end, 24-21.
3: Oh, you think it'll be close, though? Yeah. Another close They're game. not going to blow out teams. I mean, they did the Lions, but... Uh... Which is a surprise, and I got to say, I owe you 100 bucks for that. Now, it's double or nothing based on when Hoyer takes over his play call in week eight, so I'm not paying you today. But I do owe you 100 right now. Oh, that's but, right. But did I underestimate? The, you said 80 points. <laughs> I said 80 points. I said in the 30s, really. That's what our, That was what our bet was. But I I failed. I lost. That's okay. But obviously, I, I either underestimated the Patriots' defense, or I way overestimated the Lions and Goff and their number one ranking, because I well, thought they would score in the 30s. They well, get shut out. Here's what happened in that game.
1: First of all, Dan Campbell, great soundbite, total idiot. I am a moron for liking him because of Hard Knocks. What a moron. But they were moving the ball relatively effectively,
3: and then they tried to sort of quick snap the that fourth down play. Then he goes for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Had the, I mean, you had, you got to give the Patriots credit on that. Like Godshaw and uh, no. even Bentley were all over that fourth down play early in the game. But they weren't all over them going up and you know the, the, the offense. They moved it a bit. Early. Was moving yeah. early yeah. relative
1: with relative ease, and then the defense stopped and made big plays. But. The way that game unfolded, it was it was almost like the, the uh chiefs game when the first play of the game is the fumble on the kickoff and then the Chiefs score a touchdown. It was like it was over five, five, two minutes in. the way, When they got that f- fourth and one touchdown, it felt like the game was out of reach already.
3: Yeah, and honestly, Jack Jones may have turned that game early with that pick. Yep. Uh, Judon clearly dominant. Duggar was back in a big factor. D- like the, the Duggar play
1: on the third down swing pass was a sneaky huge play in that game because they were
3: driving. That led to the fourth down. Duggar has been spectacular. All of a sudden, Jacoby Myers is getting Edelman comparisons from Bill. I mean, they are not bad. This no, This game is a swing big game Sunday. Yeah, I would say the Patriots are better than we thought they were. And the rest of the NFL is not nearly as good as we anticipated. All right, where do you think the Patriots are in the pecking order? Are you starting to change your opinion of Bill the team? And it's amazing. One week we were just crushing Bill for the uh, Packers loss last week, and they were mud and you know ripping well, all of he Bill's faults. Yeah, wait, you're right about that, and and it still hurts. But things look a lot different today. And Bill, no days off. Not going to Brady's wedding because why? It's Cleveland, and I've got to go it's reevaluate Hallis. every play in the three <laughs> Super Bowl losses to see where the Patriots got screwed. Very interesting soundbite on your show yesterday, the Greg Hill Show, from Joe Andruzzi that I want to play coming up next because a lot of people are saying one thing, Andrewsie is saying another. you will hear that next. If your
1: day sounds like...
3: We need the report ASAP. You
1: deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... All right. Ooh, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Madela, the mark of the fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois.
2: We're back. Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and
4: listen on demand anytime.
0: Oh, yeah, I don't care what Bill says. There's got to be some controversy <laughs> when you got to. A young second-year guy like Mac Jones, who, you know, I, I like him a lot, and a lot of people do, and, you know, he is very similar to the, the next guy going in, and uh, Zappy, and here he is, like, you know, a young Tom Brady, who was, uh, you know, Tom was a fourth-string quarterback back in 2000, and Zappy, what, third-string, and, you know, his number was called, and there's a the reason why Bill kept Brady on the roster, and there's the reason why he kept Zappy on the roster, because... You know, he sees something in him. The kid threw 6,000 yards in college. And, you know, that's not an easy, uh, fate to, uh, you know, easily just, you know, take a ball and throw it around like nothing. But, you know, he did it. He, he knows what he's doing. He's calm, cool, collective in a huddle, just, just like Mac and, the you other know, the two of them, whether they have a battle, whether they have a comparison. But, you know, uh, I think we all know this. there's something going on because there's, Matt comes in and things don't go well, and, you know, damn well, you going to lean back and zappy There we go. Joe Andruzzi, he
3: is embracing the talk show life right there on the Great Hill Show yesterday. It is Ken and Curtis. Well, he's a bomb tosser. Ken Laird here. Chris Curtis here. Yeah, Andruzzi yesterday. I was shocked by that. Because is that anybody else, any of our uh, great guests this during the week on uh, WEI really dove into, yes, there's a controversy. Yes, there's something. I mean, maybe no. Curran. Well, current, getting, but he's know. he's connected to it. I feel
1: like the the national guy specifically, like Orlovsky, went out of his way to say nothing to see here. I feel like there's a not a hesitation, but I guess yeah, a hesitation from national guys to be critical of Bill or to say what he should do in, in against what the you know conventional op- opinion is because. They don't want to deal with the headache of either Patriots fans or, you know.
3: But I don't even think it's critical to Bill to say there's a controversy, right? Like, Andrews, not ripping Bill. He's saying this is what Bill does. Sorry, critical to Mac. They don't want to say something uh, where it's, you know. it's it's, Or they just put more emphasis on his first-round pick status than probably Bill does. Well, so the reporting around
1: the organization during camp was that whenever there was a talk of Bailey, like I remember Andy Hart saying it, I think Bedard mentioned this, that Zappi was nowhere near ready. Like, that was the, the, the company line coming out. And because Mac was struggling, so it was the obvious question is, well, how does Zappi look? And everybody said he looked awful. And so I think the people that said he looked awful, I don't know what Orlovsky said, don't want to come off of it so quickly and say he's looking great because they kind of look foolish. So you stick with
3: your own opinion. And- I mean, Orlovsky really ripped him pretty good. He, kind of, he just said he had one throw. So the guy's played two games, has played pretty well from what I've seen, but Orlovsky said, eh, meh. One throw. He made one throw. Yep. And I think that's one more than Orlovsky made in his career. <laughs> oh. I mean, that may be true, but that doesn't mean you can't uh, analyze the position. Well, I mean, I'm just being honest. I, I, I am analyzing his work in Maybe the Maybe he's the most qualified to analyze these kind of quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, as I said on yesterday, it's backup on backup crime. I mean, of all people. But Andrews, says there's got to be some controversy. Something's going on. It's a battle. You've got a young Tom Brady, and I do wonder if he knows Bill personally – Andrews, now, you know, well enough to think just this is the kind of guy Bill is attracted to. For some reason, he's like the Bloom effect. He loves the dumpster dive. He what, loves the needle in the haystack. What has Bill made clear to anyone that will listen since
1: Brady left? He can win with anybody. He wants to coach people that are easy to coach. Yeah. He wants to work with people that are easy to work with or yes men. One and the same. Oh, so, well, he brought
3: Cam in, and Cam was not really a yes man. Well, I guess he was when he was it here.
1: It was a mutual admiration society. Yeah, they was. were kissing each other after every game. All right,
3: bad example. Go ahead.
1: So the, that would lead you to believe that the frustration, the histrionics on the sideline that Mac has exhibited may have been bothersome to Bill. Mac openly saying it's not working, it's a new offense, it's difficult, whatever the exact words were in training camp. Rubbed Bill the wrong way because he knows that Patricia's his hire, and he's being questioned about having a defensive coach. Coach offense—they've had to quote dumb down the offense. Who do you think that came from? Was that Bill or Mac? So there, I'm not saying that this is a huge chasm, but it's it's falling in line with the behaviors of Bill, which is to work with and promote those that buy in and cast aside those that don't.
3: Or even if that, even if he's not upset that Mac ripped him or something, as you're as you're suggesting, or ripped the offense it just makes Bill look good to win with a four-string quarterback. It just does. It made him look good to win with Brady. And don't you think that these types of games with these types of players
1: are really at the core of why Bill keeps coaching? That he he gets energized Mm -hmm. by, you know, I remember in 2016, they had Brissett start week three because Jimmy G got injured in the Dolphins game, and it was a Thursday night game against the Texans. We had Sean Salisbury in that Friday after, and he was drunk as a skunk. But, um... (laughs) I remember that game vividly. They won. I, I think it was like they didn't throw it for a touchdown. Brissette had a broken thumb, and they came out of no. I mean, it was a it was a whole team victory. They had a great special teams performance. Those types of games are what keep Bill engaged in these types of offensive schemes and, and winning games as a team. And this is the opportunity with Zappy, as long as Mac is not a hundred percent, to continue to sort of maximize the potential of your third stringer while in getting the most out of the rest of your team to you know rise all time, rise the boats.
3: I think that's interesting. So I would like some we'll have some calls here on the Patriots and their position and the spreads and everything, but I do want to add to that. Do you think Bill is drawn to Zappi? Is there a natural affinity with Bill and the fourth round pick, the third string quarterback that could make this more of something as we go here. Right. What drew Bill away from Kraft's wedding and towards Zappi? <laughs> 617-779-7937 It's Curtis.